Welcome to the Responsive Podcast. Um, yes, I mean, you know what, we'll just say it up front, yes, we kind of uh, left you. Uh, that was just because, when, when was our last episode? That was like a couple of weeks ago. So what happened was, oh, yeah. oh, wow, yeah, no, it's been a couple of months. Sorry, we actually really did mean to do it in the past in the past couple of weeks. Um, what happened the first week was we actually, no, it wasn't that long ago, actually. It was only a week ago, so we missed a week, right? Yeah, we missed a single week. Yeah, okay. I'm just thinking because we missed this weekend. We missed the Saturday mark on this weekend. But we're still going to be... Yeah, we missed the Saturday mark on this weekend. But it's technically only been a week. Uh, what happened was we actually talked to Turbio, which is Mason from Riplet. Um, it would have been a really exciting episode, but I just totally forgot to record it. And kind of went like, eh, you know, we're not really doing an actual podcast. But we could have done an unresponsive, so... Even if we didn't do a main, res- main responsive podcast, we could have at least got something out. So, we kind of ruined that, so I think definitely we should have some unresponsive episodes we can just throw out there and get better at time management. Especially, uh, the good thing is I, I won't be as busy with work in terms of like the, uh, how many projects I have, so yeah, I'm just boiling everything down to or, running through uh, emails, so. To build well, you're like, yells at us if we don't fucking upload. You're so quiet right now. Wait, what? Yeah. Hold up. Don't do automatic gain control. That's probably what happened. Uh, hold up. Um, where is my... Okay, hold up. Oh yeah, and while he's doing that... How um, is that? Yeah, that's better, yeah. Alright, how about... How is that? Oh, it's a little too loud now. Okay, how... Here, let me... Hold up, let me... I'm gonna deafen and see if I can... Oh no, just leave it there. Just leave it there. I can change it in post. It's fine. No, 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 no. No, no, Mox. <laughs> okay, I I oh, yeah, on this. It. This is a pretty good uh Yeah, it's fine. I can change it in here. post. It's fine. Okay. Um Anyway, so yeah, the title of the episode is Convenience. Is it a good thing? No, I clicked the wrong one. <laughs> uh is convenience. Is it a good thing? And this is an idea probably requested by the community i don't really know i just say something and community members just jump on it and then i'm just like you know what fine i'll make it a podcast um because i recently got into doordash so like this isn't really a tech episode but we can kind of do it that way too but okay man i got into doordash and the first week i did i was like ordering every single day i'm like this is amazing and then i started to look at the delivery fees and everything else that started stacking up and like how much i was overcharging or overpaying for that yeah, convenience isn't really that great. That's the end of the no, yeah. That's the end of that. But like, even with Amazon too, like when I got my first job, I was just like, man, Amazon, DoorDash, all this stuff's great. Let's keep, let's constantly do it. And then you start to learn, yeah, no, that's not really a good idea. So self control is always a good thing when it comes to money. Yeah, I agree. I mean, although yeah. if you want to make yourself happy by buying things. That's not to say don't do that. It's always good to like freshen up your life with a new item. Yeah, um, just make sure you're not dropping everything on. Uh, yeah. On something. Yeah. Oh, and not really a responsive update. Um, more of a me update. I was messing around with Linux. Oh, I don't know if we did it. Oh yeah, I I could have done the freaking podcast while I was on Linux, which I cannot get into right now. But um, yeah, so I accidentally uh, corrupted my uh, hard disk, which. Long story short, huh. I found a... Sol- it actually was fine. 
And uh, I found software to recover all the files. I'm in the process of like slowly moving them over because I don't have too much space on the current disk. So like, I don't want to do it in place or else it'd probably make it worse. But I don't really know. But yeah, Linux was a little too convenient with that. <laughs> it's just like, hey, resize this partition. It worked. Yeah. No, it didn't. Yep. Not to say next Linux time is you, uh, Next time you switch, you'll have to be more careful. Yeah, especially because I had Windows stuff and Linux was messing around yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, it's kind of funny though. Like that's sort of what uh, stopped us from doing a podcast that week too, because I was like super depressed for a couple days. Because you know, I lost. <laughs> I, I at first I thought quite a bit, but it actually wasn't that bad. You lost all, um, of and your I got the data bot back too. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, and it was actually really funny, too, because we almost thought we had to go out to, like, a huge place a couple miles away, and I'm like, I don't want to do that, but, and I thought it was going to be, like, $400. Turns out the software is only, like, $30. So, yeah, it's actually really, it's not that bad, and if anyone's ever uh, struggling with that or uh, hard drive got corrupt, look up ntfs.com if you're using Windows. I think ntfs.com also has tools for other file systems, too. It's a really good piece of software. I don't know how well it is in not doing things with corrupt. I haven't had any issues, but I know there probably are certain issues that it would probably run into, but I haven't seen them yet. I know when I pulled the uh, code that I had, um, I'm pretty sure the node modules weren't correctly done, but you know, it, you just reinstall it, it's fine, so. Yeah, though, convenience can be like a really bad thing, especially from that sort of hard drive data thing. Because you can just break things. That's just, just I hate when um, I was in Windows and Windows kept complaining. It's like, hey, um, you would, you, would you like to format your drive? I'm like, please don't. And I'm like, please don't ever put that button right there. <laughs> yeah. Windows, what are you trying to do? I know you don't like Linux, but this is your files. But Yeah, I mean, I've even seen... Like, there's so much stuff, especially with TikTok now, too. And we're not going to get into social media. We probably oh, should yeah. in another episode. That would be fun. Um, but let's keep on topic since you already said it. Um, so, like, yeah, there's so much, like, oh, kind of, you know what? We can touch on social media a bit, though. Because I think convenience is definitely a thing social media has brought upon us as well. Like, if you just want to watch something, you just pop open YouTube. It gives you, like, fresh videos each time. If you're ever bored in the slightest, you automatically go over to YouTube and then sit there for hours. Like, there's that, which I guess is convenience. True, true. Man, I don't know if I really thought this through. <laughs> but. Yes, uh, we've got convenience, and then we've also got... Uh... Is it a good thing? <laughs> yes, is, is it a good thing? Um... I mean, yeah, like, I guess convenience... Um... Oh, no, yeah, no, I think I know where I was trying to go for, if I was even that smart enough when I thought about this. Um, th this was one of our ideas picked from the pile, which is getting very low, which we should actually start scheduling. But, um, yeah, so, like, even in terms of, like, web development, you have a lot of cases where convenience isn't really the best thing. Especially when you got, like, oh, I had a good conversation on the REPL Talk forum. Okay, not really a good conversation, more like a debate. But um, it was about Freenom, where you get a domain name for free. And some guy yeah. was like, for some reason, debating on why it was a bad thing. 
like for some reason saying like hey you know i like money too are you gonna give me free money i'm like no that no i'm uh, like freenom's uh, good for uh, like uh, beginners yeah. right because it's convenient you just get a free domain it's awesome the issue is their software isn't that great like internally that's why everyone i've seen uses cloudflare because it actually works yeah. um and like if your domain gets super popular they'll um take it away and use it for like malicious uh sometimes pornography huh? <laughs> or most of the time so explicit websites they'll just yoink it and say hey no ours now like you can't unless you buy it back so they'll just they put just, it back on the market and say hey no more free they just straight take it from you like that no. yeah although again it's free like i know yeah. i was surprised when i was a kid and i'm like i can't do that and then everyone was like it's free i was like oh yeah that's true Buying domains aren't that bad, unless you're, like, a kid who doesn't have any income. Yeah, no, like, domains are pretty cheap. Bro. Yeah, like, $10. Yeah, I think and even, like, even I, like, I don't really think I've ever seen a domain that I've wanted that's above, like, 100 Yeah. Even oh, for responsive, man. I remember when I didn't have a lot of income, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to pay $20. Yeah. But it's definitely worth it, too, because then, like, oh, yeah. you have the freedom to do whatever you want, even yeah, the time frame of a year. A lot of the free sites don't give you all the features either. Freedom does, except you just still have the idea that they'll take it from you at any notice. So yeah. we're without notice. Literally without notice. They won't even tell you. It'll just stop working. Uh-huh. So. It's great. Yeah, I think, like, especially even in the level of, like, libraries as well, the more convenient libraries are, the less stuff you can... So usually the less stuff you can do, and the less powerful and deep stuff you can do, the worse it is sometimes. Um, although, I don't know. I don't know why I'm getting stuck with this. Oh, yeah, with something like Webflow or Squarespace. That's very convenient. Ah. Uh, really yeah, don't see, have exactly. much control, though. Yeah, you I mean, granted. From a UI, like, developers are not designers, so having a website like that yeah. is really cool for inspiration, maybe? Uh -huh. Or if you I need mean, something not, out like really if quickly, you're it's trying fine. to create, like, a mock of sorts, I mean, I could see yeah. it could be maybe a thing. Or e-commerce, um, too, because e-commerce yeah. is a headache, yeah. too. I agree, but, like, I don't know, I mean... Then you have, like, zero control and you're paying fees. Yeah. Although, it depends on what you're doing, because sometimes those things might be cheaper than actually hosting, but depending on how yeah. deep you actually want to do the work. Yeah, it all depends. Yeah. Like, even still, like, so many people, though, like, even on games, I guess, too. Oh. I, I just keep saying so many different examples to see if something would spark, but I don't know. That's all right. Like, even with games with, like, Fortnite, I remember my teacher, um, my history teacher in... I don't remember, it was high school. Uh, he came to us and he's like, hey, so um, how much is $100 in Fortnite? Like, how good is that? Huh? He's like, well, my son want, want a bet. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, no. Although then there yeah. are people that steal their parents' credit cards because of convenience. Oh, I got a credit card, yeah. I guess that's a thing, too. I didn't just get a job, I got a credit card, too. And, yeah. like, I was so tempted to just, like, buy stuff not not to the max because i understand self-control like ever since i started getting money from birthday cards i've just been saving yeah so, like, i mean i've, I I've got really one too to as anything. everybody knows um yeah <laughs> it, it's rather convenient i find 
Yeah. Um, Especially when you could just send it out in the podcast and other people can use it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, why wouldn't you want to do that? <laughs> but yeah, like, especially, um, I mean, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't have any financial advice except don't. <laughs> yeah. If you have a credit card, like, I think what I really wanted to do too, though, is actually something really interesting is instead of just saying, oh, this purchase is $40 or this purchase is $100, instead of saying it that way, or even tracking like your overall spending, what I was thinking of doing was take like, how many hours is this worth? Or how many weeks of work is this worth? So then instead of doing that, I can actually put better value to it. Yeah. Because like when you have money in your bank account, you're just like, sure, you know, I want to spend all of it. But when uh -huh. you're making money hourly or in like a job scenario like that, it's better to do hourly. So yeah, I'd, I'd yeah, really be interesting saying like, oh, this thing's for, worth four hours. Uh -huh. So then you know for a fact I would have yeah, to work you get a bit four more, hours. Uh, a bit more frugal with that. Yeah, instead of just saying, oh, I have like a lot of money in my bank account, I just spend yeah. all of it. But, yeah, I mean, convenience with money. Money's just been always a convenient thing. Like when the credit card first came out, it was always like, uh, what was it, buy now, pay later? Or... You yeah, by now, pay like, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Credit cards just built to be convenient. But it's dangerous. You carry cash around. You just. I was going to say college loans, but that's student loans. I mean, sort of. Student loans are sometimes a necessity, which is a sad thing and another topic. But yeah. Sometimes it is just a convenient. Please don't be buying student loans if you have grants. Please don't. Or if you have the money now, please do that. Do not do loans. Unless you really, really, really know what you're doing. And when I say that, I don't just mean you think you know what you're doing. You really understand money, and you really can plan this out and figure out all your expenses and make sure you have enough to pay for those loans, because they will pile up. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you're going to thankfully... be like 100 grand in debt for... Oh, yeah. Oh. It's super scary. Especially, like, college is just, like... I swear I've heard, like... $120,000 or something. Oh, bro, there's people who are old as hell and they're still paying off oh, yeah. an immense amount of money. Even uh, worse than their house. Yeah. And what the bad part is, a lot of people like don't even um, end up doing much with that. So they're just stuck just with... just sticks there, yeah. Yeah, they're just stuck with the normal job, a normal position, because they don't do anything with, what, with the uh, degree they got. Yeah, I mean, it's especially scary. Yeah. yeah. Definitely not ideal. Yeah, like... I think the main reason why college loans are, like, the number one loans that take people down is just because, well, one, <laughs> matter of convenience, but two, like, because it starts so young in their life. Yeah. Like, you don't really purchase anything in high school worth, like, a lot. So... I mean, <laughs> yeah, convenience with money. Money's just a convenience thing. It all, it's always has been. That's how they get you. Hey, buy yeah. two, get two, or buy one, get one free. Oh, man, that's so convenient. I just want to buy one and get one. Oops. <laughs> I want to buy one and get one free. That's so great. And then, like, now you have two of them. Now you've purchased two items. Now, unless you really need them. <laughs> but... Yeah, it's it's not it's not great.
I don't, I don't know in the development world though. I thought there was a lot of examples of this, but not necessarily, yeah. unless you're talking about like clean code and everything. But uh huh. Oh yeah, no, that is true. Like taking the easy way out. Yep, you have but... no clue. Like um. Oh, libraries. Girl, at yeah. least. Like you know how the error handling is a little verbose and repetitive. A lot of yeah. people will ignore errors just because they don't want to type the like error tracking. <sighs> Huh. Yeah, it's quite annoying, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, especially in like the world of libraries, some people will go for like simpler libraries and then not know how to uh -huh. get out of that. Yep. Or they'll like, use even though they're like the exact same they one, they just don't want to. It's yeah, and they just won't like implement anything themselves. They just use a library yeah. for everything. Reminds me a lot of Python. Yeah. Python has some good libraries there, I think. I haven't seen yeah. any of them except for Flask, I think. Flask is the uh, decorator one. Oh, uh, Flask. But... <laughs> yeah, and then, and then everyone gets scared about the uh, this is a development server. I'm like, yep. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I can't really think of anything, mainly. Unless I'm just like way out of the loop on like what stupid decisions people are making or i guess stupid decisions people are making with yeah. convenience but huh Ooh, we could talk about like the user end of things huh? although like convenience usually is a good thing in the user user experience perspective the the easier like the better a user can click a button they will. Oh well <clears throat> Well like in terms of social media it was really interesting. Um I've seen a lot of social media companies like take a certain feature, place it right in the middle, and then like uh, later on they'll like shift it over to the side or under a three dots menu or something like that. Yeah. So then, like, it's not as convenient, and there's a huge drop in user, uh, a huge drop in like how many people are actually using it. So if it's not convenient, users won't do anything. True. Leon, save us. Yeah. I don't know yeah, what to talk about. here, and uh... I'm sure. I'm sure living in UK is pretty convenient. Oh yeah. Uh. That's a whole different subject for a whole different day. But on the regards of error handling, like you were saying, Lux, um, yeah. with Rust, there is a lot of error handling, especially with yep. match statements and that yep. sort of stuff. Name and go, like find... everything returns an error um, if something goes wrong, like everything. So you have to handle pretty much everything you do, and it gets repetitive for people, and they don't like it, so they, just, they, uh, they omit that, which isn't really ideal. But this is where Rust has its uh, question mark operator, which is known as a trial operator. And yeah. if you can use it on an option or an, uh, a result type, which just yeah. allows you to say if this thing is, an op uh, is a none in an option or an error in a result, uh -huh. it will just return it as a return type. If not, then it will give you the value and you can continue writing the rest of your function out yeah. as you would normally write it. So that's one of those things which is convenient, but it doesn't hinder you. It actually helps you in some circumstances because you don't have to continuously... Yeah have a million match statements. You can just say, oh, uh, these things are thing and they match. the result. problem of people like, constantly just neglecting errors as well? 
Yeah. Just unwrapping them and things like that. Always yeah. an issue. Like, you don't want to... It's convenient to unwrap something because it's just a quick function. But yeah. the only time you really want to be unwrapping things is when it's actually a bug with your system and not you mishandling an error. Which I guess would be a bug because you're mishandling the error. So, <laughs> you're still, at least you're letting yourself know, I guess. But, yeah. But that's, that's what I've got to say for the moment. Okay. Yeah. Like, so... I know in JavaScript, sometimes if I get type errors, I'll just ignore them. <gasps> oh. Yeah, no, that, it happens. I mean, when you're developing... Oh, yeah. Let's speak about, like... This is a very blocky episode, but hey, it's fine. We can do an unresponsive after this, but... Yeah. Um, which encourages blocky. Um, but yeah, with this one, like... When, when you're building something... Oh, my God, we're going back to the planning thing, aren't we? Um... But yeah, like, you'll take convenient shortcuts in development. And, like, you'll say, hey, it's fine if I implement this this way. It's fine if I make it easier myself now than later. That's not always a good idea. Don't do it. Thank you. No, I don't... Huh. How to prevent that? Um... I don't know. Like, when, when can you tell when something's way too convenient... And you'd have to like spin around and replan that and revise it to make it not too convenient for you now. Like, how do you prevent yourself from taking too many shortcuts? Um, I'd say whenever the outcome or the uh, yeah, the outcome, I guess, is not comparable enough to the uh, convenience that I'm getting out of it. So, I probably didn't word that correctly, but um. Basically, if the convenience that I'm getting out of it, um, how could I word that? I mean, I guess it's like the same idea where if you're getting yeah, like an error, consequences of that convenience. If it's yeah, you just don't just not, want to ignore the error; you want yeah. to fix the error. I'd exactly. say, right for that, even even when it is more verbose, it's more sort of just. Pushing yourself Honestly, to do it. Like, have some kind of... Um, yeah. I don't know what the right word is. Um, I find oh. verbosity more readable in most cases. I mean. Sometimes, yeah. Unless yeah, it's just pointing to everything in node yeah, modules and completely uh, useless. Yeah. But, like, um, most of the time, can, uh, verbosity is... Yeah. Pretty readable. Well, because you know what's going on in that circumstance. Yeah. Nothing's and other people to look at it. And understand what's going on because it's more verbose. Yeah, I guess that's also where you can get into um, talking about explicit and implicit things. Like, say, in your language, if you have a constructor, say as you do in uh, JavaScript and TypeScript. Well, TypeScript yeah. is JavaScript, but get what I mean. Um, while it's while it doesn't seem implicit because you know it's calling this thing, if you don't know what it calls and you had no idea how the language worked, say to a non-programmer, then well, they understood how a call works, but that was about it. Uh-huh. They don't know that this thing calls that constructor. They don't know by saying new this. That's an implicit action. It happens implicitly. You didn't specifically, you didn't explicitly call constructor. So I guess that's where that sort of stuff comes in. Like with the try statement, as I was before, that's implicit. It implies that you're doing this match statement, which you're not doing. It does it in the background. It's the uh, same thing with a lot of intrinsics in different languages, but I guess that's more... Uh, it's, it's 
Not so much a thing of implicit, uh, implicit and explicit stuff there, though, because that's just generating code and making that efficient. Because compiler-generated code is always more efficient than yours. Yeah. For the most part. Um, yeah, so, so it's being able to know what's going on specifically through a code base would, would also be one of those things you want to do, as you were saying. Like, it's more readable to someone who has never seen this before, what's going on, when you explicitly state what happens in every step. Yeah. Some crazy uh, higher level stuff there, but yeah. Um, hmm. Convenience and shortcuts. Hmm. Actually, another matter on that subject, not the implicit stuff, but on convenience. Say if you have a library. And uh, this one actually happened on NPM, but uh, as you guys might have known, if you've oh read thing, my you guys god, you're totally right. Thank you, Leon. Importing a st there was a string library that did pretty much nothing that you could have done yourself in three seconds, but you wanted to you wanted a convenient thing that just done it for you. That library goes and breaks. Now you're stuck with broken code. And worst part is you're using a you have a massive library yourself. What's broken? It tells you an error message. All right, it's here. But what does that thing do before it broke? It's if it even if it's convenient and it's like a thirteen line thing that you're importing, do it yourself. You can wrap it yourself. Just have it in a little thing in your in its own module in your code base. Yeah. Even if you're not going to touch it for the next five years, but at least you know it works exactly the same as when you wrote it. You didn't just go, oh, I can import it, so I might as well. Yeah. It's also one of those things. It saves actually saves you time in the long run instead of taking longer to do and also yeah. space in terms of npm because node modules even if it's importing a library it's small to just copy it into your code base oh which yeah is the worst part yeah but it, that's one of those cases where it can actually cause harm to your code because now you have to go back and find what happened go to the original yeah, the code, guy had, um... get that import it when you could have just done that in the first place yeah the guy had a library uh that another service actually like birthed like they had a name and they're like hey uh can you take down your library because we're actually going to make our own um because his library was something completely unrelated so the service was like hey uh we want the name now so uh Aww. he had to give it up and uh he took in spite he took down like the is odd is even libraries i think yeah or it was it was the string one that you were talking about and uh then it just broke like half the internet yeah <laughs> Oh, okay. Huh? Yeah, it was the is odd and is even one. Yep, you yeah. heard that right. There's literally an is odd, is even that has so many dependents. It's stupid. Now, I guess people say this is why we hate NPM and we're never going to use NPM, but that's not really NPM's fault. That's just people's fault. You're stupid enough to download an is odd, is even library. Like, no, don't do that. You're stupid enough to get a 2 plus 2 library. Please don't. I mean, I think some of this, I might be very wrong, but some of this might come with the, con, con, uh, not convenience actually, but like the idea of having smaller libraries, people build smaller libraries that do convenient things. And then of course they're super small that you might as well just do it yourself. Although that's not always true for a lot of the smaller ones, but some of them are. Like some of the color libraries, they're super easy to implement. But it's not, it's not really their fault. Some of them are actually pretty good.
<laughs> convenience, is it a good thing? Well, we talked with Turbio uh, this past week, but with the convenience of recording, it slipped us by. <laughs> it slipped us by. <laughs> That's basically what happened. Uh, we were just like, oh yeah, I kind of forgot about that part. And then this weekend, I was like, oh shoot, right, podcast. Kind of forgot about that part. But. I mean, I guess this could just be a minicast. Yeah, we could split this up into two mini-casts, actually. And then we could do the uh, configuration. Yeah. Alright, well, uh, if you're just finishing up this episode um, of Convenience, is it a good thing? Or probably something different. We'll probably say, wait, no, that's not a good name. Uh, anyway, this is the... Oh, damn, I... I was gonna I was gonna say the name, but I don't remember or n not name number. I think it's eleven. I think we're twelve right now. Yeah, it's twelve. So this is the twelfth episode of Responsive. Um, see you guys next episode, which should probably be literally right after this. I don't know when we're gonna release it, but uh, I guess you'll see.